Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. everyone and welcome back to bebop banter the internet's premier anime podcast on this final week of october my name is wes and i'm joined by my co-host demetrius (laughs) and saeed hey hey He's just keeping the noises going, bro. I know. Keep keep making noises. Yo, maybe. I, I, I literally panic before you say my name because I'm like, what, what do I say? What do I say? Then I just, Dude, just say something random. I was going to try to just, get people hey. to go on like a wild goose chase and be like, take every noise Saeed has made the last few episodes and line it up in what word did it spell. <laughs> we'll, co- we'll compile it one day. Someday. We'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. We'll do it. But everybody, thank you for listening to our last, what is it, three now themed episodes on Halloween. We did one on Junji Ito slash Japanese horror in general. We did one on yokai uh, and how they compare in anime to the actual versions in folklore. Then we did one of just anime worlds that would suck to be either like reborn or thrust into or just live in as a normal person. So if you haven't listened to any of those three, go back, check them out. We really appreciate all of the listens, not only on that one but on this one and all our other podcasts. So I said it in the beginning, it's the end of October. You know, spooky season is is coming to a close. We got good old, what is it? What, what little holiday is it, boys? We got good old, good old Halloween. Halloween coming up this weekend from when you guys are hearing it. Mm-hmm. So everyone be safe if you're going trick-or-treating or whatever you're doing, you know, just because it's happening in some places doesn't mean that a certain spooky virus isn't out there so you know be be wary be careful uh but also yep, you know and that sun that sun is setting a lot earlier mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know if you can you know dress up have fun be merry just in a safe way with halloween you know there are a lot of there are a lot of um non-anime related costumes and a lot of a lot of non-anime related activities so for this last episode we talked about it last week we're just going to be doing a bob culture talking about some of our favorite kind of spooky time traditions from like tv shows and not even traditions just stuff in general from tv shows to video games to movies to stories and activities whatever else we got going on you know we're here hanging out with you this week so without any further ado you know there is one person amongst the three of us that says that they are a horror aficionado, that they are a, oh, a yeah. connoisseur, a connoisseur of the creepy, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, Saeed, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna punt the ball to you here on this nice unscripted day. I mean, we're generally unscripted, it. anyways. He caught it. He got it. He's returning it. No fumbles. <laughs> no fumbles. Go, Pat. Go. Sign this man, Washington Football Team. So, Saeed. What do you want to what do you want to talk about horror wise? What do you got going on? Uh 
kick it off? Uh, I just re- uh, not recently. Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor came out last week, I believe. I finished it. Yep, in October ninth. October. Yeah, 9th. I finished it in a day. Oh, I uh, no Jeez. spoilers because uh, not everybody in this chat or in this call has uh, finished the series, but I enjoyed it. But there was a this is basically a season two to uh, Haunting of Hill House. They're not related. They're separate storylines, but. Season one, Haunting Hell House came out, I believe, in 2018. I think yep. we all seen that one, right? We yeah. Can talk about that one. Is it kind of like yep. real yep. quick? Is it kind of like American Horror Story? Because someone was trying to explain this one to me, where it's almost the same cast, just different. Funny enough, I never watched American Horror Story. But so American Horror what? Story, it's yeah. bro. What? Hold on, <laughs> Demetrius. Demetrius pulled up with the whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah. Well, hold on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. You. Have never seen American Horror Story. No, I haven't. Maybe I should. I, I don't think know you why would I enjoy haven't. it. Yeah. At least I am pretty sure you would enjoy for sure Murder House, the first season. Very good. I haven't seen I haven't seen the second or third yet, but it is on Netflix now, so you could definitely watch those. I'll probably do that actually. I don't know why I haven't now that I think about it. Was it not on Netflix before or something? It wasn't. I don't Maybe remember when why. I got I don't remember when it got added, but it was, I think it was sometime recently I found it. You would enjoy Murder House, I'm telling For you. For some reason, I just assumed American Horror Story was going to be like Supernatural. Like the, ah. the, the show Supernatural. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet, but I have people telling me to watch it. It's It's like its own individual stories each season, but with carryover cast in different roles. Oh, so it's yeah. like uh, haunting a house. Blind manners Blind like Manor. that. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. that's what I that's what I thought. Someone explained Blind Manor. Oh, okay, Manor to me I'll like check that. it out. Okay. I'll check it out. But yeah, haunting a hell house. Uh, I love in general horror with good story. It's my favorite genre to watch. So these things actually they're they're good for me. Yo, so what's your favorite have horror movie then? Incredible stories. Favorite horror movie? Ooh, ooh, good question. Probably. <laughs> The Exorcist and The Shining, Ooh. both are really good horror movies, classics, and they also have really good stories. Like, if you watched these when, when you were little, you might not have picked up on the nuance of the stories, but the stories in these movies are really well done. When you say The Exorcist, do you mean like the original Exorcist? Yes, yes the original there Exorcist. There we Yo, go. funny story. He's a funny story about that one. <laughs> Hit it. Go ahead. The first time I saw that movie... It was like freshman year of college, and I think we started the movie at like 10.30, 10.30 or 11, almost midnight basically, and it's it's pretty long, right? Isn't it like two and a half hours or yeah, something? Yeah, it's, really, it's really long, yeah. And it's and it's old, so we were all like half asleep, trying not to be scared, but we're just like, oh, <laughs> oh dang, that's crazy, but we, were, we weren't really scared because we were so tired, so I oh, feel like yeah. if I watch it again... I'd be like, oh wow, I didn't notice that Dude, because the I was suit. half asleep. For me, in general, um, possession movies or just the possession aspect of horror scares me the most. I guess for me personally, because I believe in possessions. So I'm like, oh, this shit can happen. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, but not yeah, to that extent. Not- but like that whole concept of demons and possession. I guess. Yeah, possession, like body stealing, all of that stuff is kind of. If you're a villain in any show or particular thing and you'd use like possession or body stealing, I think you're the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. 
It kind of touches that's, on... That's a direct shot to baby Vegeta. Oh. <laughs> GT's trash. But anyways, um... <laughs> it's, it's facts that's facts but uh but the um yeah some of it, those it, concepts though it, it almost they, they had they had opportunity we had a whole podcast yeah. about this yo case. i know i was about to I say know. i was about to plug it check the dragon ball check the dragon ball podcast but it, it almost like it's, I think it was in the 20s yeah it's it's somewhere back there but it's it's interesting to think about because we spent the whole first podcast not the whole first podcast but a big chunk of the first podcast talking about kind of Japanese uh, horror elements and this whole body snatching, body stealing possession thing, despite there being differences in the horror elements and horror genres regionally around the world, it's very interesting that that's like a global, a global thing. Yeah, possession is a global thing. Yeah, Every mm-hmm. culture has some sort of possession thing. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Just like dragons, bro. Every culture has different dragons. remedies for the possession and all that. Too. It's pretty, really interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. pea soup <laughs> the pea the pea soup bro but my one of my favorite recent horror movies is actually a foreign horror movie a korean horror movie called the wailing it's not it's, it has horror elements i wouldn't say it's full-on horror it's more of a thriller movie but the mm-hmm. wailing really good movie highly Yo. recommend while we're do on do they the- hunt whales <laughs> <laughs> what, was that, what was that movie the cove? There's, a, there's actually a possession element to that one too what was that movie the cove that you had to watch in biology about the japanese people hunting dolphins yeah you had to watch a what <laughs> anyway <laughs> yo biology my biology teacher was like there was a movie i don't remember why but for some reason i guess she got clearance to show like human birth no that's scary bro bro. if we're talking about that is terrifying i was in terrifying i was in ap psychology with um god what was the teacher i'm not gonna say her actual name but she was she was a babe anyways um she was showing us like it was one of those ap psych movies and then just out of nowhere like in the documentary boom childbirth on screen happens in like five seconds just and then it cuts to like another yeah. complete different scene, and we're oh like, "What gosh. is this?" But, yo, that's scary. That's scary. Yo, don't get me don't get me wrong. There, there's definitely the miracle of childbirth, but like having that on screen <laughs> in your face <laughs> is just so scary. Pause, dude. What are we doing right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. We're we're gonna pivot from it's childbirth. Scary. That's what it we're is. talking about. It is. It is. We're gonna talk. We're gonna, since we're on the topic of movies right now, I'm gonna bring it back a little bit. Reel the reel the fishing rod back in a little bit. We're gonna pivot to a potentially hot take here in the horror movie uh, horror movie atmosphere, and you guys can let me know if you disagree with it. But I disagree. No, I'm <laughs> Yo. Yo, maybe you will. Maybe there are a lot of people out there that will. But the OG Blair Witch Project, bro, overrated. I actually yeah. agree. Yeah, it was. I it agree. Was way slower burn than I would expecting. I didn't mm-hmm. watch it early on. I watched it uh, during college, I think. Same. A little after college or something like that. But um, the concept was revolutionary. I would say. Yeah, first found footage type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I it just wasn't scary though. And I watched it as a kid. Like I remember, 
living this is and this was potentially like the creepiest situation you could have right so i lived in germany and it was seventh grade for me i lived on patch barracks in stuttgart virginia or stuttgart germany and the high-rises that you lived in not even high-rises like stairwell apartments they're only three stories tall had basements and they were converted world war ii like um munitions like bunkers depots and bunker oh. stuff that were super nice renovated into be whatever uh but they had these creepy basements bro that had like prison cell doors for people's uh that you could see through for people's like storage areas but there was one communal storage area and there was like one window and it was all concrete and i had a friend named jake and under his stairwell apartment whoever lived there had left in the basement and gave us permission to use these like big couches and like a TV that was down there and there were plugs in there so you could use it. So we were in like me, my buddy Jake, uh, two of my friends, both named Zach and like somebody else. We had set up this couch in the basement at like midnight, right? um because mm-hmm. again it's like the basement I think of having this. two zacks in the room is kind of spooky <laughs> true <laughs> it's a glitch in the matrix uh dog and they were both blonde and they blow they both played on the soccer team unrelated to each other um but hmm. so we set up we set up these these old couches in this converted world war ii like munitions bunker basement that was all made out of concrete that had like prison bar doors all around us for other people's things in the middle of this communal area with one tiny little window that was really just leading to ground surface and it was raining and we set up one small tv and we played the blair witch project so seventh grade us jake was like in sixth grade midnight in this cold dark basement all played the blair witch project because everyone was like oh it's so scary it's so scary it's so scary underwhelmed 100 percent um very similar feel to me as and maybe this is an equally hot take parent what do you guys think about the og paranormal activity mm, i haven't fun seen time. it actually so fun i thought time, i wouldn't i don't know i i, I put time. it i put it in a similar vein where it was like a slow burn with really no payoff for me so mm-hmm. horror movies in general for me personally can be super hit or miss and outside of like oh, the yeah. ones you said, like the old school ones, The Exorcist, The Shining, um, I forget the other one that I really like. Where there's this, a few. This girl but was there's possessed. There's a few like newer ones. Uh, but like some of the newer a ones, few. bro. Like I saw The Nun. I saw Annabelle Origins. I saw the one that Annabelle spin off of. Uh, I was like, was it The Nun? None of them really oh. got me. But let me let me tell you what does get me. Here's this clean transition to the next section here. Bro, horror video games? Those get me, dude. True. Mm. Hey, I'm not done. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The the nun? Was it was the nun? It was a couple years I ago. I haven't seen the nun. I'm not sure if I've seen that one. It was, was just, that the one It was like a prequel to what's the one with Bathsheba? You know what I'm oh, talking I about? Oh, I did see The Nun. Yeah, I did see The Nun. It wasn't that scary. It was, like, okay. Yeah, like, none of them really, like, to me. Yeah, they're rare. They're few and far between. Because they're, they're pretty, pretty There mid. has been a resurgence in 
I would argue a resurgence in horror or people trying to do good horror because mm-hmm. things like The Witch I liked a lot. The stories are good in these. Uh, Midsommar is kind of weird, but the one before that, what was it called again? Um, uh, Midsommar. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, the director did uh, Hereditary. Uh, Hereditary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was probably oh, one of the most one. disturbing movies I watched. Like it was I, hard to watch because the atmosphere in the movie was just tense. But see, that's which what I liked. That's what sets it apart. Like, there's a resurgence in horror movies, like you said. But from what I've seen, the ones that are really good are the atmospheric ones, like Hereditary, or the psychological ones, yeah. kind of like Midsommar. Whereas, right. there's a lot of them that are just going for like jump scare factor now. No, 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 exactly. That leads yeah. into what I was just about to say. I feel like jump scares are the cheapest form of scares that mm-hmm. uh, these quote-unquote mainstream horror movies go for that I'm not a fan of. Like, the type of horror I'm a fan of is more of, the, like, the psychological slow burn that makes you use your imagination more. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's the kind of horror that sticks with you after the movie's done. And in a way, in a way, it's like the Joker the movie about Batman's arch nemesis had more tense and sometimes mm-hmm. like horror elements than a lot of horror movies go for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for me, that tension is the key. Like the first Saeed, did you see, were you, did you see it in theaters with me? The, the first a quiet place. Yes. Doug. Oh yeah. I felt more uncomfortable and nervous knowing that there was the scene with the nail in it you know the nails sticking up from the floor oh yeah the various scenes of that that freaked me out more than most horror movies freak me out yeah yeah it was it was like me and and my wife sometimes (laughs) when it came out we would argue over a quiet place versus um what's the movie with sandra bullock oh blind Uh, uh, bird box (laughs) Bird box. You're yeah, I was like, quiet... <laughs> yeah, you're about to say blind side. No, I was gonna say blind spot. I was gonna say blind spot, but it's bird box. But like, blind box. To me, a quiet place is 100 percent better horror than, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm saying it's better than Bird Box because Bird Box is, it's so, it's really abstract when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Versus like an actual. A Quiet Place had a threat, but it also presented the tension very well. Because to me, Bird Box is literally like, I'm scared of the wind. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't I can't use my mm, eyes. I see what you're saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's similar to like, I don't want to say it's similar to it, but it presents that kind of, you're using your imagination too much to try to figure out what the threat is. Like in the um, M. Night Shyamalan, what was it, The Happening that he did? Yeah. Oh yeah. Where I've seen that. in the end you find out spoiler, it's a terrible movie. It's like the plants that are releasing. Boy, bro, it's the trees, bro. The trees, yeah, the trees, bro. Um, the trees were doing it, but it was kind of the same thing where you didn't know what it really was for a little bit. Um, earlier M Night Shyamalan movies. If we're gonna talk about moments that really freaked me out as a kid, um, have you got you guys have seen Signs, right? Yeah. The scene. No. Oh. And <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yo, and Joaquin Phoenix is in Signs too. We, we were just talking yep. about Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is yep, in Signs. Yep. There's a scene in Signs, and I'll I see it on TV because they play Signs sometimes on TV, and it still freaks me out. Where 
he's sitting in front of the TV and the news comes on. Saeed, you know what I'm talking about? And it's like, yeah, here's footage yeah. from a birthday party in Brazil. And it's like shaky yeah. cam footage, similar to what Blair Witch Project was in its entirety. But that lone scene freaked me out more than all of Blair Witch Project, where the shaky cam footage, kids are like screaming, a dog is barking, then they all get really quiet as they're pointing to this bush. And then it's like a two-second thing of this alien walking out from the bush across the across the screen in front of their door, and all the kids start freaking out. And the news reporter's mm-hmm. like, we don't know if this is real, we don't know if this is fake, but like there have been sightings all around, this is our first. And as a kid, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like... Right. Sixth Sense used to scare me a lot too as a kid. Yeah. Yo, that, that movie scarred movie me. Yeah. The, the um, for a little while. The girl I was, I was scared to like look under I think it was look under my bed because I didn't want to see the ghost of the girl that was like throwing up. Yeah, the one that was poisoned, that's the one that freaks me out. Yeah. By, like her stepmom that or whatever. One freaks it was. Me out the most. Whew. It's things like that in horror that like don't get me wrong, movies like the ring the grudge the og ones not like the remakes and stuff the ones that lean heavier into supernatural aspects do freak me out but the ones that really take like a nuanced approach like that and apply it to the real world similar to how in my anime preferences i said i liked series that take themes and can apply it in a way that i could see viable those are the types of horror movies that scare me the most like the idea behind like what if i turned the news on and there was this shaky cam footage of two seconds of an alien like running past this mexican girl's birthday party hey lmao (laughs) 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 but yeah like i know what you mean like if there's something that is truly i think horror is its best when it's unsettling it makes you uneasy Mm -hmm. like you like you guys said there's a tension there is a there is a real threat to it that is more has more depth than a jump scare. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now, I argue the Conjuring is pretty good. Conjuring, yeah, and that's what the Nun is a prequel to, I believe. Is the Conjuring? Yeah, Conjuring was like the yeah. base that succeeded so much that they started making spinoffs. So, in my mind, those spinoffs are not worth watching. Mm-hmm. But because Annabelle comes from that too, the nun comes from that. I remember I watched Annabelle or the second Annabelle in theaters. I was laughing most of the time. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Whack. I laughed. I laughed at Insidious Chapter Three, but I thought the first Insidious was decent. Isn't that how it? Isn't that how it tends to be though with horror movies? Yeah. Like and sequels. The Mm -hmm. first one is either defies your expectations or subverts your expectations in a in such a good way that they come back and they're like how can we make this scarier without just relying on the same thing and majority of the time it's like let's add a bunch of jump scares yeah and it's terrible and usually it's really like when you do horror bad it's really bad oh Mm -hmm. yeah like oh yeah there'll be a scene that's the double-edged sword for me in horror like i can't watch that many so because of that fact that it can be terrible or good Mm -hmm. but majority of what does scare me i I made this segue before and i think it'll be a good one to close out on are horror video games because there are some 
there there's something to be said about being in direct control of something that will have influence that will have the influence of something put upon you like a dead space mm-hmm. we've talked about it however many yeah. times before but the first dead space opening up with you as this engineer going in and then lights are flashing lights aren't working you see something fall from the ceiling and they're just like run and you you can't look behind you or else you're going to die so you're just running and you hear this thing behind you scratching and clawing and chasing you culminating in you jumping into this elevator turning around pushing the button and you see it for the first time and it just barely doesn't get in the elevator like those moments in horror games they get me i think one of my favorite my favorite parts in the dead space series is in dead space 2 right you're still this engineer and I can't remember the reason, but for some reason you have to like revisit the first oh ship. Oh my god! And that was in the first game when they make you go back to the Ishimura. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And you know, just like setting up the scene as a player, you remember just like the character, you remember everything that happened on that ship, all the monsters, all the dead bodies, all the terrible things that you saw. So just literally walking through that place and it's cleaned up. There's like body bags. There's all this stuff. Just remembering that is like walking down the road of PTSD mm-hmm. and it's so quiet and it's so tense because you remember every corner had something terrible waiting for you and you just keep remembering all these stuff. But it's so quiet until eventually there's literally just like that one crazy monster that comes out of the cut. Mm-hmm. You're waiting it for the was, regenerator the whole time. You're you're waiting for something terrible to happen because you remember all of it. That is when you do horror well. And when you're playing a video game, you're in the driver's seat. So it's very interactive. Every decision <laughs> every decision you make is basically like you're in control is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you make a mistake, you know, you could die. Yep. Um, if you go the wrong way, you could die. And that's like one of my favorite like those, ooh. one of my favorite recent horror video games that I've been trying to get Demetrius to play. And I've talked about it before on the podcast. Is and I guess the sequel to a certain extent, but Deathmark. It's on Switch, it's on PC, it's on PS4. I highly, highly recommend it to everybody. It's visual novel based on Yo, maybe. Like Japanese <laughs> urban legends. Um and like Demetrius said maybe though. Maybe I'll set my alarm because I'm asleep. Yo. <laughs> uh like Demetrius said though, the scariness in it, you think it wouldn't be scary because it's a visual novel, you're just kind of moving around static images, but it forces you to make decisions that impact the way the game can go. Like not everyone there's a there's a way to make it so that everyone lives, but depending on your decisions, not everyone is going to live and you don't know what the right decision is at the time. Google other than right, just what you feel. Google images, Google images of Deathmark and tell me you played this game. If yeah. y'all can convince me to play the game, maybe I'll play it. It's it's a combination of just very creepy art with some great psychological sound design and again, like Demetrius said, you're in the driver's seat and you're making decisions that are actual decisions. Like it'll pop up and it'll be like you have 10 seconds to make the decision. You feel a cold hand on your shoulder. Do you A, turn around, B, swat it off your shoulder without looking, or C, call out to your partner? 
And it's like, if you don't make this decision in 10 seconds, you die. And you're just like, oh, and they'll pop out of nowhere. Mm. And it's like, ooh, what do I want to do here? But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I don't, but games like that, uh... games like I've been, hopefully, this is for people that are out there that have a friend group that like being spooked. And Saeed, I think you, you've been watching people play this. Uh, what mm-hmm. is it? Phasmophobia? Yep, 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 yep. Phasmophobia. Four-player, four first-person ghost hunting cooperative experience with um, proximity-based communications via your, your microphone. I'm all mm-hmm. about it. I really want to get yep. into it. Um, I love ghost hunting, bro. I haven't yeah, done it I in real life. I used to ghost hunters all the time. True, ghost, ghost hunters. Here's here's actually an interesting question pivoting off of that. Um is the existence of those like ghost hunting shows kind of I don't want to say a desensitizer, but it almost makes things more jokey across the board than like makes this paranormal supernatural stuff more jokey across the board than it actually makes people scared of it. Because how many times you watch a ghost hunter series or a ghost hunting show where they'll like overplay one thing that happens? Like, yeah, and I guess true. it's the same yeah. with like finding Bigfoot and stuff, almost desensitization or like downplaying stuff, but they'll just be like, Ghost, are you there? Yeah, I, and I assume go big mode, go big mode. I always assume necessarily what they're showing isn't true, it might be played up for the camera, they yeah. might have implanted stuff and stuff like that. But that doesn't, for me personally, it doesn't uh, take away the fact that uh, those kind of things can exist in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I totally agree that the I think there is merit to some of the equipment and things that people can use. Using it on TV might be uh, sensationalized, or they might do certain things they m- might not normally do. But I don't think that like disqualifies the existence of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Right, right, or ghost hunting as a profession, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Cuz I, I really, think they they're out there. I really mm-hmm. want to go ghost hunting one of these days. There's Bunny this, Man, uh, Bunny Man there's Bridge spooky spot. Yeah, I was just about to say that. There's a spooky spot around our area in Virginia called the Bunny Man Bridge that I've heard about my entire life, never been. It's not mm-hmm. even that far. Yeah, the story is there's this bridge kind of like in this forested area where one guy apparently like killed a bunch of people with axes that, as they were going through the bridge. And he was in a bunny Something outfit. Something like that. Something he along was, those uh, lines. He was an escapee from an, an old insane asylum mm-hmm. uh, in the area, too. And then that's what he did because he was crazy. I think that's actually a true thing that happened. But the legend that came about after it is what urban legend stuff like it just happened throughout the throughout the years. Formed into different uh, origin stories, I guess, to... There's one origin story that's an actual origin story to an event that happened in the past that spawned the Bunny Man Bridge legend in Virginia, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like urban legends, mm. all that type of stuff. It's it's its own slippery slope, you know, so. And the cryptids. Don't forget the cryptids. Oh, cryptids, bro. We, we need to find there's an anime out there called Occult Academy that I reviewed on the blog back when I posted on the blog. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's all about cryptids and stuff. That's all. That's a whole another podcast, bro. I could go on and on. Let me tell you about all the 
Bigfoot hunting shows and the expeditions that I watch, bro. Oof. The Mothman? The Mothman? The Mothman, oh, bro. The, you know the jump scares people? do work? Hmm. Is when you're physically at like a haunted house thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's like, an different, actual different presence experience. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, interesting question as we're wrapping up here, viewers. We've touched on horror movies. Comment below at Backlog Bebop. Follow us on Instagram with your favorite horror movie. Um, we touched on kind of video games. If you want to comment below with your scariest video game again at Backlog Bebop. And you know what? Just because we're in a spookyish mood leading up to Halloween, if you know any cool urban stories, urban legends that are kind of scary, like the Bunny Man Bridge we just talked about, comment below with those too. Give us some reading ones, and maybe next week, even though it'll be Thanksgiving, we'll we'll touch upon them if we get them. You know, no pressure or anything. But this was our kind of wrap up to the Halloween uh, Halloween season. Again, everybody, please stay safe this coming weekend. You know. Just because it's Halloween doesn't mean that you got to take the precautions in this spooky time because perhaps the scariest thing right now, more than spirits, is the invisible enemy that is the coronavirus going around. So stay safe, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. This was just us spitballing, talking about movies, games, and legends that have either spooked us or have failed to spook us. So really, comment below on anything. But happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to these last four weeks of themed episodes. My name was Wes. This was Demetrius and Saeed. You know what to hit them with. To be continued. Bebop don't stop. Peace.